Uh, and it is to a point, Andrew, and, 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 and I hope you're all well uh, down there in Melbourne. Uh, we're all struggling through, but we'll get there. Um, it is uh, unusual for us to have uh, 10 races, which we do on Sunday. Uh, that, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, capacity fields across the board is is probably rare as well, but we always get very strong nominations uh, and acceptances here at Sale. Uh, we often have emergencies and horses missing runs just because uh, we are well supported by the industry. Uh, a lot of uh, trainers and owners bring their horses to Sale, uh, such as our terrific track and facilities. And uh, we we deal with large numbers uh, on a fairly regular basis, but. This is pretty unusual for July, let's say. So for those that don't know racing that well, as many of our listeners do, um, obviously you have no problem in running these races with so many horses, but just from protocol of when a stable on track is available, then the horse has to move on and then races later in the day, people arriving with floats and so on, uh, with COVID protocols, with spacing, with also so many horses coming and going, does this make it a, a very busy and challenging day for you? Not something you can't handle, but to talk about maximum fields for 10 races, how does this play out as a racing administrator at sale this weekend? Oh, I just handball that straight to my operations manager, uh, Andrew, and let her sort it out. But it is, uh, I'm joking, but it is problematic uh, in that we have... Uh, uh, only X number of, of horse stalls, and, and uh, on Sunday uh, the number of horse stalls uh, are exceeded by the number of runners. But there will be, with three jumps races on the program, there will be horses that will come and go fairly quickly uh, and early in the day, which will eventually free up uh, stalls to be used a second time uh, for horses coming in a bit later for the flat program. So I mean, our first is at 10.45 uh, and uh, the last of the hurdle races, or it's a steeple actually, is run at midday. Um, and so uh, the horses coming in for the, you know, the two and three and four o'clock flat races probably will start arriving as the uh, the jumpers leave. Um, we, we will have to, with COVID compliance, consider... Uh, how we uh, make sure that the stall is, is sanitised uh, somewhat uh, once they're swapped over. Um, we have sanitary stations everywhere uh, and uh, there's lots of opportunity for for people to uh, do the right thing in that regard. So uh, we'll, we'll handle it, uh, no problems. Uh, we'll, we'll share some of the stalls through the day, but those that are bringing big teams uh, and are here for the most part, if not all of the day, they'll have their spot and they'll be catered for there uh, throughout the day. Robbie Griffiths from the Trainers Association spoke on RSN the other morning about uh, the fact with lockdown, the trainers can't really go anywhere, so the effect of having a, a few days off might not be as uh, well received. But uh, I'm just thinking the unlucky factor for a race club like yourself here, because let's say there was no lockdown, let's say there was no COVID situation as we speak right now, you still would have had all of these nominations. These are because we've got days off to come. So ironically disappointing for your club. It was called Christmas in July, but with huge full fields over 10 races, that would have been a nice little uh, revenue intake with lots of connections and people on track given so many horses would have raced. 
Oh, for sure. Uh, we were looking forward to a terrific day of uh, entertainment and hospitality on uh, on this side of the fence. Uh, whilst the action was happening on the other side, we had some really good uh, bookings for hospitality with the Christmas in July theme, Andrew. And, and as you say, with all of these horses coming, they would have brought with them you know, owners uh, that were coming along to see their horse run and therefore take up hospitality options that we, we have available. And, and sadly, they can't do that. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and complain, though. Um, the industry's done an amazing job to continue running, uh, particularly for the participants and those employed. Uh, as a club, uh, we're hanging in there and we're doing everything we can to... Um, stay afloat, as they say, and, and Sale is doing that very successfully. Um, I feel for other hospitality uh, and event venues that, that can't operate at all, and uh, and, and at least the, the show goes on, uh, even without crowds. Hopefully they'll be back sooner rather than later, and we're looking forward to events like our, our Sale Cup and our Christmas meeting later in the year when we can welcome our crowds back. Uh, sadly, we've had to cancel everything that was planned for this weekend, uh, but there are lots of people doing it a lot harder than us, and uh, we send our best wishes to everyone to hang in there, and um, we'll get through it eventually. We're chatting to Brad Evans. You're with Andrew Q's RSN927. A very good morning, or those listening across the weekend, or those in Gippsland, a chance to catch up again with another race club, uh, which I really do enjoy chatting to the managers, updating our listeners on what's happening in different parts of the state at those respective clubs. So it was, I wasn't joking about a Christmas in July theme, it was a Christmas in July race day. Um, you and your family going to eat plum pudding for a few weeks now, is that right? Or Well, we were able to uh, get on the front foot and, and make the necessary cancellations, uh, but we were looking forward to uh, plum pudding and uh, turkey and pork <laughs> and, and ham and, and, and all the trimmings. It was going to be that sort of a theme. Uh, Food-wise, a big fellow in a red suit might have even turned up at one stage, but uh, that's all been shelved. You know, we look forward to our next Sunday meeting being August the 22nd. It might be Christmas in July. Yeah, that's the Members' Day. So you've got a meeting on the 12th of August, Thursday. But given we're talking about a month away, let's cross fingers. The authorities still tell us things are on track, and uh, even though we're getting case numbers, that things are still okay. So that Sunday, the 22nd of August, basically a month away, that's your members' day. I think you acknowledge some life members. You have a bit of a, a do on the day. So you're hoping that you can make that something a bit bigger? That's the plan. Uh, we certainly are looking to simply postpone a lot of what we had planned for uh, this weekend's meeting uh, and, and transfer a lot of that uh, hospitality, entertainment and activity to August the 22nd. Uh, we, we want to acknowledge our life members. We want to welcome our members back. We want to um, acknowledge and appreciate our, our sponsors and, and provide them with uh, hospitality and, and just welcome back anyone who wants to come to the races with a with a bit of an event. Of course, we'll be compliant with... Uh, all the regulation, regulations and, and expectations. Uh, fingers crossed that August the 22nd is that date. Um, if it's not, uh, we push into the October Sale Cup 
uh, on the 24th of October. And if uh, that goes ahead, we'll be we'll be extremely excited because we have some great things planned. Uh, other activities um, planned forward from that uh, goes closer to Christmas. So the year's evaporating uh, and we're running out of opportunities to do the things we want to do on the Sundays, but we will get there. So right now, you and other race clubs, uh, are you pushing on and pressing on with what you're doing to market, sell, packages, rear your cup later in the year? What, what's happening there? Oh, certainly, Andrew. It's, it's uh, events such as the, the Sale Cup or any country cup are months in the making, and so we're already well into the planning phase and, and getting things organised. There are packages online um, ready to be booked. We've already had bookings uh, coming in. Uh, all we're prepared to, to say at the moment is that uh, we, we will push on, we will accept bookings, we will make plans uh, perhaps around a, a reduced crowd if there are still density limits in place. Um, first in, best dressed almost to a point that we'll, we'll cap our, our room capacities and our marquee spaces at, at a social distancing um, limit or level. Um, and then hopefully that can can proceed uh, with everybody coming along and enjoying the day. If, unfortunately, uh, things go awry again with COVID, as it did, unfortunately, for our, our friends in Swan Hill and, and, uh, and, and this weekend in Wildura, we'll, we simply have to uh, refund all of those prepaid packages to to our patrons and, and guests if we're unable to deliver a, another sale cup uh, under COVID conditions. So it is a little up in the air and everyone's a bit anxious, but we're being optimistic and the glass is half full and we expect to have a crowd. Um, we're looking forward to bookings coming through in the coming months and, and looking forward to having a sale cup uh, with atmosphere and, and crowds back on course. Brad, thanks for updating our listeners on the Sale Turf Club and the latest news. Good luck with your meeting and handling all of those uh, huge numbers racing, albeit with no one on track. Thanks for taking the call, Brad Evans. All the best, Andrew. Stay safe, mate.